you are now about to experience the revive effect i'm your host matt celestio and if you want to learn to master your mind get the body you want and create the life you've always wanted to live you are in the right place at revive my mission is to create a better way of living for our generation by challenging the current ways we live every day and in each episode i bring you a radically different approach to fat loss a fresh perspective on life, and a new way of living to help you get to where you truly want to be in life. So kick back and let's jump into it. Welcome to The Revive Effect. Does this sound like you? Okay, you know, diets just never work for me. I can't stay on track with my diets, no matter how much willpower I try to pull through. I hate my body in the mirror and you know diets just overall are the worst thing for me. They never give me results. Now I know you've probably tried that low carb, that low fat, even a million of the top commercial diets that I can't say for legal reasons. I know, ridiculous, right? But you've always tried all these things yet you haven't found the results you're looking for. Now again, it's a great idea to cut down on those refined carbs maybe eat a little less than you're used to, and definitely cutting out a lot of those animal fats, those animal meats. That's a good idea to get the body you want. However, that's not the end-all be-all to get the life that you truly want to live. Now, I understand how hard it can be. You know, you're doing everything your diet says. You're doing it to a T, and you, you haven't been bad. You haven't even drifted away whatsoever, yet you're still not seeing those results. Now, I understand how discouraging that could feel, and you might even think there's something wrong with you, but I want to assure you, okay, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken. You're not, you're not the outlier. So many people follow these conventional diets, and they don't see results as well, and I believe it's because there's one massively hidden and influential factor that a lot of people really don't know about or even neglect completely, so that's why I want to ask you. How come people have the best, most backed by science, expensive program on the market? Okay, they have all this. They do everything correctly. They never deviate from the diet framework that they're on. Yet, why do they not see results? You know, what is this hidden factor that's keeping them stuck in that cyclical nature of the body that they don't want to have? And that, ladies and gentlemen, simply is your belief system. Okay, I can't tell you how many people that I've worked with personally how many times they've come to me the first session, they say, you know what, diets just don't work for me. My genetics are bad and my body, it's, I don't know, it just can't lose weight. But you know how toxic that belief system is and those thoughts that you're feeding to your body is? Like, what do you think that's doing and what energy are you attracting to yourself if you're continually talking to yourself like that? So I've seen the burdens, this, this burden that this has on people's confidence, on their motivation, even their self-love. And this truly saddens me to see that people are going through this and you know, they're maybe not given all the tools that they need to truly, you know, gain that confidence, get the body they want. And that's why my intention today is to take you from feeling insecure, unmotivated, stuck in your fear-based negative belief system and arm you with the tools to change that belief system into somewhere where you're confident, you know, you're positive and optimistic, you're hungry for growth. And not only this, I truly believe the reason that so many people struggle with weight even when they're doing everything correctly, is because they are attracting it from their negative belief system. And I'm going to shine some light today on just how powerful your negative beliefs are around your body and around your weight loss and how much they can influence you, whether you're aware of it or not. Now, just as an FYI, just as an FYI, if you have a legitimate medical condition, 
And you, if you're struggling with some form of legitimate illness that has been clinically diagnosed by your doctor, I'm not claiming that the topics in this episode and these tactics are a replacement for medical treatment. I believe your belief system plays an incredibly impactful role in attaining the body that you want and how much it influences your physical body. But please, ladies and gentlemen, always go get checked by your doc or even just get checked out by the local one at your walk-in just to make sure that there's nothing biologically wrong with you and to make sure that you actually are healthy. But I believe for the vast majority of us, our belief, our belief system plays a vital role in the influence on your physical health, on your body, and as you're about to see when we dive into these three, or sorry, these two awesome topics today, I tried to keep it nice and condensed for you. So we're going to talk about how your limiting beliefs could be the reason why you struggle with stubborn weight, even if you tried every diet. In powerful stuff right there. And then second, we're going to dive into why the way you speak to yourself can be the single most powerful differentiator between someone who is successful from someone who isn't. Crazy stuff ahead, ladies and gentlemen. So stick around for the conversation and let's dive into it. So your limiting belief system. Could this be the reason that you are struggling with your stubborn weight, even if you've tried every diet and stuck with it? So to open up, I want to I want to go over with you and with you and I a nice story that I read from an article in the media agency from Reuters. All right. So for hundreds of years, let's preface with this. For hundreds of years, there's been people that believe that if you touch the cave at the sanctuary of Our Lady of Lords in France, you will cure any disease, any illness, any problem, any health issue you have simply by touching it. Now, the key word I want to single out there is belief. The whole overarching topic of this podcast is belief. So I wanted to open up with this story because so many people travel the world to go to Lourdes with the belief that they are going to get cured. Now, there are thousands of documented cases of people making miraculous recoveries from their medical conditions after they suffered so many years of medications and being stuck in that pharmaceutical industry just trying to get better. But I really want to single one out here today from, again, that media agency in that article that Reuters had wrote. So there was a nun at the age of 78, and her name was Bernadette Morial. Now, Bernadette, if you're listening, I apologize if I'm saying your name incorrectly. But for right now, her name is Bernadette. Now, Bernadette, what you need to know about her is she suffered debilitating nerve pain, making it difficult for her to walk for decades She needed a brace, she needed pain meds every day, and she lived this very restricted lifestyle because she had trouble moving. Now, the article states, get this, after just a few days back from her trip at Lourdes, she had ended up removing the brace, she straightened her foot, which had been twisted for years, and she started to walk normally. Crazy stuff, but it gets more interesting. Listen to this. The article goes on to state that she stopped taking the morphine that she had been using in such large doses for years, and she felt no pain of the nasty side effects that often accompany the sudden withdrawal of painkillers. Now, she was struggling with debilitating nerve pain for years. And you're telling me after one trip to France, she's fine? I just want to talk about it. I just want to talk about it. This belief, this belief that she would get better. It's so powerful. It's so powerful in the sense that she transformed her body just by simply believing that this cave is going to make her better. So this raises the question, how are your belief systems and how are your beliefs formed? 
after all, we all have different beliefs, right? What's going on and how is this impacting each and every one of us so significantly differently? Now, what you need to know about beliefs is that they are formed in three specific ways. So number one, through your repeated thoughts over and over and over, right? That, that's exactly or essentially what a belief is. It's something you repeat over and over and over. And they're also, number two, is from the other words that people continue to speak to you over and over and over. And lastly, this one is so largely forgotten. It's the media and content that you consume. Social media, movies, books, magazines, you name it, any type of content. Now, what this does is it programs your subconscious mind at a subconscious level, meaning you're not aware of it, even though you're going through these things every day. So those thoughts that you say to yourself all the time, you know, I'm so overweight or other people telling you you're not slim enough or even the media constantly brainwashing you. We know the media is notorious for this and they're constantly making you compare yourself to these celebrities thinking that you're not enough because you don't have the level of success that they have. So this beautiful symphony, this beautiful combination of all of these things, this is what forms what you know as your belief system. And because you believe it and you live it every single day, it makes obvious sense that this ends up becoming your reality. So again, it's your reality because that's all you're seeing. That's all you're focused on. So you're only going to look for things that prove your reality and prove your beliefs to be true. So like our nun in the beginning, right? She, she created a belief that as soon as she touched the cave, I'm healthy. I'm good. I can do whatever I want. That was her belief. But you also need to look at the flip side. She also created the belief that she was broken and debilitated which is why she stayed broken for decades and she stayed on those pain meds. She stayed in that horrible state with that nerve pain. And because that was her reality, that's all she was focused on. She was always focused on the pain, what meds she had to take, what she couldn't do because of her, her illness or her disability. Now, what does this belief system mean for you and how does it translate into weight loss? And it's so, as soon as, soon as I see clients do this, it's so obvious because we are always so focused on our failures or what we haven't attained yet. So to give you an example, failures like, oh, another weight loss plan, just it's not working for me or it didn't work for me. Or you can also focus on what you don't have, right? So even when you're starting a weight loss plan, you're three weeks in or whatever, your goal was to lose 10 pounds, but you haven't attained that 10 pound loss yet. Immediately you're thinking, oh my goodness, I'm still not 10 pounds lighter. So like we just spoke about, those repeated thoughts that over and over and over again, that's going to form your belief around weight loss, right? So that's all you're seeing and that's all you're focusing on and they're negative things over and over and over. So you're programming your subconscious mind at a subconscious level to think negatively and create these negative beliefs around your ability to lose weight. And again, this is all whether you are aware of it or not. The repeated and that repetition is enough to create that belief system. So this negative mentality, if this sounds like you, diets don't work for me. I can't lose weight. I hate my body. This is forming your reality because it's literally all you're seeing every day. And it gets to the point where you truly believe this to be true. It is set in stone. Nothing is swaying your decision because you've seen time and time again, diets haven't worked for you. Cutting your calories hasn't worked for you. Our cardio sessions haven't worked for you. And that's where you continue to hammer home that belief. You believe diets will never work for you. You believe you can't lose weight and you believe that you really do hate your body because that's what you're living in every day. And because this is what you're looking for, you're looking for reasons why you can't lose weight. You're looking for reasons why diets don't work. This is exactly what you're going to be met with.
This is what you're attracting. It's, you're not looking for the good, so obviously you're not going to see that. I know this is probably hitting home for a lot of you right now because I know so many people are going through this. I've even been there, again, not with maybe fat loss, but again, struggling in some other areas of my life. So I know how tough it can be to seriously just be stuck in that negative state. So back to weight loss. You know you could be on a weight loss plan. Okay, you can be so stuck in your negative belief system though that when you're on this weight loss plan, you don't even see the fact that you've eliminated inflammation three weeks into it, right? And again, inflammation, that's a key promoter of obesity. Yet you don't see that because you're so focused on no, not seeing those 10 pounds fly off. You're focused on the fact that your scale didn't budge instead. So again, what's this gonna do? It's, it's going to hammer home your belief again. So when you continue to dive into weight loss programs with that belief that you're just gonna fail again, do you really think you're going to find success the next time you jump in? Think about that for a second. So the same way you see these negative things, and that's all you see, that's the same way you take actions in alignment with the person that you truly believe to be. So what you need to understand is when you create this negative belief system, it forms an identity around who you believe to be. Oh, an overweight person, somebody who sucks at dieting, someone who has no willpower, so you're going to take actions in alignment with the person that you've created in your head. And that's essentially what your subconscious mind is. It creates that belief that allows you to think about that on autopilot. So once you program your subconscious to run with that negative belief system, this is why it's so hard for you to make a change. Because your subconscious, it likes three things. It likes comfort, it likes safety, and it likes predictability. So once you programmed your subconscious with those beliefs, whether good or bad, that, that's what it recognizes as safe. That's what it recognizes as comfortable. And it makes itself comfortable in its home that it knows so well because that's what you've programmed it to do. I know this is pretty powerful stuff. I know, I know, I know. So what you need to understand about your negative belief system and when you've programmed your subconscious at this level is that it keeps you stuck by making you self-sabotage. So if you're somebody who believes that you're overweight, you, you don't love your body. So let's, now let's say you schedule a workout. That's unknown territory for your subconscious. It ne has never worked out before or it doesn't work out regularly. So because of that, your subconscious and yourself now has to face that fear of growth, that fear of change, that fear of failure. And that is not comfortable for your subconscious. So that's why it doesn't allow you to take the actions to kind of move forward with that. So instead of hitting your workout, you self-sabotage and you skip that workout for some chips and TV. After all, you believe you're overweight and don't exercise, so obviously you're going to do the things that align with that belief. And that's the perfect example of acting in alignment with your belief system, whether it benefits you or not. See, your belief system can keep you stuck by self-sabotaging you because it likes its belief system, whether it's positive or negative, because it's comfortable, like we just spoke about. And also, let's go right back to our nun at the beginning of, this, of the podcast. The one who healed everything by touching the cave in Lourdes, okay? Merely shifting your belief can open you up to a world of limitless potential to change that belief system, to change your identity around weight loss, and to even maybe change your ability to lose weight. Now, I'm going to show you another real-life example that, just to wrap this section up, that is absolutely mind-blowing, okay? So Dr. Aliyah Crum, in her TED Talk, she references a study where they took 84 women working as hotel cleaners across so many different hotels. Now she asked them, how much exercise do you believe you get? Now get this, one third of them said zero. 
They get no exercise, yet their jobs burn a significant amount of calories, right? They're scrubbing, they're cleaning, they're carrying heavy things around all day long. And just think about how much muscles it takes to tuck those bed sheets so far under the bed that you can never pull them out. Just think about that for a second. And even if you've cleaned your house or you've even put a little oomph into your cleaning, it's a little bit of sweat, you get a little hot. You're burning calories. Cleaning is a job that burns a lot of energy. So what this study did, and uh, Alia Crum and her team, they split the maids into two groups. And at the beginning of the study, they measured their weight, their blood pressure, and their body fat. Now, here's where, this, here's where their method comes in. They gave one group a 15-minute presentation that simply stated that their job is actually considered great exercise for the amount of time that they work. Right? And you should expect to receive all the benefits of exercise even when you clean. Now keep in mind, this was just a 15-minute presentation that they gave to one group of women. So now the other group, they just, they just left them. They let them do their own thing. No presentation, just go back to work as normal. So now they brought all participants back after four weeks and they measured them again on all the same measurements. So when we want to look at the, present, or the group with no presentations... They had no changes across the board, no changes in body weight, no changes in blood pressure, and no changes in body fat. So now let's, let's talk about the presentation group, the one that got the, you know, your job's so great for burning fat, burning exercise, or going through its exercise benefits. What do you think happened to them? So, listen, oh my goodness, listen to this. The presentation group reported losing weight, they had a reduction in body fat, lowered their blood pressure, and even as a cherry on top reported higher job satisfaction. They did not change their behavior. They were doing the exact same job as before, yet they were even doing the same job as the other group. Okay, so what, what was the difference between these two? Why did one group lose weight, reduce their blood pressure, and, and then why did they even increase their happiness with their jobs? And it was the sheer belief that they were burning more calories which made them lose more weight. Again, they were doing the exact same job as before where they didn't lose the fat, they didn't lower their blood pressure, they didn't receive all these benefits. So think about just how much your beliefs could be the single reason and the single thing between you and the body that you truly desire. It definitely is an interesting question that you are gonna have to reflect on for yourself. But this raises another huge question. How do you start to change the belief system that you have so that you can get put on the path to success and change life and create the life that you've always wanted to live. And all of that is answered in part two of this podcast coming right up. So what's the difference between someone who is wildly successful in their field across so many different factors of life and between somebody who stays stuck in fear and never makes a change in their life. You know, is it discipline? Is it consistency? Is it motivation? Is it talent? And I believe all of these things are trumped by one influential factor that is the distinct differentiator between someone who is successful and someone who stays stuck in the fear-based mentality. And that differentiator, ladies and gentlemen, that is the way in which you speak to yourself. And again, the way in which you speak to yourself, that could be out loud or even in your head because your thoughts essentially are yourself speaking to yourself. So now let's look at the most wildly successful martial artist in the world and 
famous actor, Bruce Lee. Listen to this quote that he beautifully illustrates exactly what I mean. Don't speak about yourself negatively, even as a joke. Your body doesn't know the difference. Words are energy and they cast spells. Change the way you speak about yourself and you can change your life. What you're not changing, you're also choosing. Such a powerful and impactful quote to beautifully, again, illustrate exactly what we're talking about today. And I firmly believe what you tell yourself today is who, you get, who, who you're going to become in the future. What you tell yourself today is who you're going to become in the future. It was so impactful. I'd say it twice. And just think about it. Where you are right now, that is a result of your past thought processes, right? And why is that? And like we spoke about in part one, it's the same way you take actions in alignment with the belief system that you've created or in alignment with the identity that you've created for yourself. And you take those actions, whether it's beneficial to you or not, because again, you program your subconscious to run with it, even if it's considered safe or, you know, it's out of their territory, it's going to make the decisions for you at a subconscious level. Now, I understand how difficult it could be to break free from that when you feel so endlessly stuck in it, you know, where you're at with that low self-worth or where you just don't love yourself. Now, I get how awful you can feel. That's such a horrible feeling. And again, I've been there myself personally. So I know maybe not to the degree of you personally that you're going through, but I know the kind of general feeling that you get from that. And I want you to know just right off, just, just for your mental well-being, you deserve everything you want and get in life. You deserve it, not just because you work hard, not because you do everything right, but just because you're you. Take a second to think about that for a second and make sure that you check in with yourself to know that, again, you are deserving. You are worthy of everything that you want. And I truly believe that you have the power to create the body and life that you truly desire and the one that you truly envision in your life. Again, providing your armed with the right tools and guidance. So which is why I want to show you how with the way you change your belief system today is through the way in which you speak to yourself. And changing the way you speak to yourself, it does one crucial thing for you. It brings you into alignment with the person that you truly want to become. So just to give you an example, let's say you want to be slim. You want to be a nice slim person. Get a nice little physique. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, slim people, think about it like this. Slim people don't go on diets to kill their fat. It's not in alignment with the person that they believe to be. Going on a diet implies to your brain that you are overweight. And again, this is going to strengthen that limiting and negative belief that you have. Slim people, on the other hand, when they act in alignment with who they are, they eat for health. They eat for longevity. They eat for energy. Right? They don't eat to kill their fat. They're not even concerned about their fat because they don't believe that they are overweight. And that's, again, that's one of the biggest reasons that our students in the Revive Effect, they're not on diets. They eat for health for energy, for improved mood, for sleep. And they even know how food and the hormones that food manipulates affects their personal relationships. So again, acting in alignment with who you want to become is a result of changing your belief system. So it brings up the question, how do we do this? How do you change your belief system? And the same way that you've created your negative belief system is the same way we're going to cre create your new belief system. And that is through thoughts. You use repetitive thoughts over and over and over to program your subconscious at a negative belief system. So it only makes sense that 
to transform into a positive, more energetic, more inspirational, motivational belief system is through repetitive, positive thoughts. Key word in there is repetitive, positive thoughts. And this is widely known as something called affirmations. And basically what these affirmations are, are these are statements that you repeat to yourself over and over and over again. And this incrementally builds up the new belief to transform yourself into the person that you want to become. In essence, you attract the life you want to live rather than endlessly looking for the reasons which you don't have or why you're not that person. Does that make sense? And again, what this is doing is it clears the or it makes no room for that negative self-talk that you continue to bring to yourself. It only makes room for the positive thoughts. And these are such simple processes, yet so many people don't even do them. And they don't even realize how effective they are for anybody. So to give you an example about what an affirmation is, if you've never heard of one, let's take someone struggling with body confidence. Even if this is you right now, you might be struggling with confidence yourself. Your affirmation could be on the flip side instead of, you know, I hate my body, I am overweight, I don't like the way I look in the mirror. You flip that to the positive thought saying, I am healthy. You know what? I am confident. You know, what? I do love the way I look in the mirror. Now, the biggest takeaway you should take away from this affirmation thing is, again, you only say positive things to yourself. Think about it. If you say you're tired all the time, what do you think you're going to be all the time? Tired. And that's why I, I never say it. I'm going to say it for the purpose of this podcast, but I never say the words, I am tired or I am shy. I am weak. Your subconscious, even my subconscious is going to pick up on that. And it's going to program your subconscious and program your belief again without you even knowing. And then it brings you right back down that negative rabbit hole that we're trying so hard to get out of. So with affirmations being said, a lot of the times, you know, we, we say, oh, we're confident, we're healthy, we're happy, yet we stay miserable, shy, and unhealthy. And there's one little problem with affirmations that maybe don't bring you the success that you're looking for. And that's because there's three essential steps to affirmations that create the belief that you want. So if you're overweight and you don't love your body and you say, I love my body, it's a little bit of a jump. So there's going to be a little bit of disconnect there and you truly don't believe that to be true. So what you can start doing is use these three essential steps to help guide that transition to make it a little more seamless for you. So let's look at these three steps when you catch yourself in that negative belief system. So when those negative thoughts come up. So when you find yourself saying you're not confident, you're overweight, you hate your body. When this happens, use these three steps to help get out of that belief system and put you on the path towards a new one you want to create. So number one, catch it. Catch it in the act. Don't just let it go by and say, mm, there's that thought again. No, get in, the, get in the area or get in the mindset that, okay, this thought came up. Let me catch it in the act and make sure that I know I'm, this is what I'm thinking. Okay, that's number one, catch it. Number two, acknowledge it. Say, okay, I hear the thought. Thank you, brain, for showing me, but that's not what I really want. And again, it doesn't mean you're not being ignorant to it, okay? Most of the time, we just kind of say, oh, I don't want to think about that. Let me distract myself with something else. What this is doing is putting you in control. It's not, it's making sure that you don't step down from fear. So number two is you acknowledge the thought. Number three, this is the most important one, replace it. So now what you're going to do is insert the affirmation that you want to replace for that negative thought that keeps coming up. 
So here's an example, very, very simply. And again, I, these are very simple processes. So that's why it's going to seem so effortlessly simple. So mind-blowingly simple. So if you're someone who says, I hate my body, number one, catch it. Hold on a sec. That thought doesn't sound like something I want. Number two, acknowledge it. Okay, I hear that. You know what? Thank you for showing me what I don't want, but that's not who I want to be. Number three, replace it. You know what? I love my body because I look great in this outfit today. Like I'm just killing it. And what this does is slowly over time, it builds that incremental belief to somebody who does love their body. And I know this is almost too good to be true. It's almost too simple to be true. But what you need to understand is that the real success from affirmations comes from being diligent with them. Okay. You need to catch these negative thoughts every single time, every single time they come. And you need to be diligent and consistent in the fact that you need to repeat them every single day. It's a very gradual thing. It's a very slow process. And it's a very, very consistent process. It's not like, oh, you know, I love my body today. And then check out. It, it doesn't work like that. You need to be diligent and consistent and stick with it every single day. I personally still use affirmations today, even when I had negative beliefs that I believe I fully eliminated. Yet sometimes they creep back up, but again, I catch it, replace it, and I'm good to go. So think about it like a cargo ship. This is why it takes such a gradual process to go. A cargo ship is zooming on the ocean. and Those things weigh so many tons. They're so heavy. Yet, let's say, you know, they drop a little, they drop a little something overboard. The, 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 what do you call it? The captain. The captain can't say, you know what, boys, pop a U-turn, man. We need to go back and get that. It doesn't work like that. That ship's going to be going for a little bit of time before it can slow down, pivot, and then go back into the direction in which it needs to go. Powerful, powerful stuff. So keep that in mind. Try those affirmations out for yourself just to see how much of a difference you can, you can experience in your mood, in your belief system, and even in your overall confidence and motivation. I've seen some significant impacts in people's mood and all these other great benefits in just as little as one day. You know, you're not used to saying these positive things about yourself. So the second that you do bring that into your brain, it's going to say, whoa, what are we saying today, boys and girls? Yeah, I'm feeling good. So again, try it out, experiment with it and have fun with it. Don't attach too much resistance to it. Okay. Now I want to move on to a beautiful quote that I read in the Joshua diet. Now this illustrates again, why it's so incredibly impactful in the way in which you talk to yourself. So this beautiful quote states, when you complain about your weight, or your body's inability to lose weight, or the reasons why you can't take long walks or exercise, you hold yourself apart from what you truly want. By complaining, speaking your mind about something that you think is bad or wrong, you take powerful action that focuses your powers of creation on what you do not want. By focusing on what is not wanted, you know, access weight or excess weight, you bring more of it into your reality. Now, Again, that's the whole topic of the second part of this podcast is the words that you speak to yourself is what you attract. It's what you manifest and it's what you truly become in life. So to show you a crazy real life example of this. Oh my goodness. Get this. Okay. So Dr. Emoto, he took three jars of cooked rice and he placed each of them on a table and poured water into each of them. And for 30 days, this is a, this is a pretty out there study. So again, for 30 days, he would tell one jar. Thank you. The second jar, he would say, you are an idiot. And the third jar, he would completely ignore. 
Now, again, he's just talking to the rice. He's just talking to the rice. Okay, that's it. So after 30 days, this listen to these results. So jar one, the jar that he said thank you to, that began fermenting, giving off this beautiful, nice aroma that he was expecting to have. Now jar three, the jar that he ignored, it began to rot and it turned like this bluish, greenish, you know, kind of gross color. Now jar two, oh my goodness, listen to this. Jar two, the jar that he said you are an idiot to, it turned almost completely disgustingly black. He's just talking to the rice. I'm, I can't hammer that home, or I can't hammer that point home enough. He's just talking to the rice. And he's getting profound impacts on the results of these rice, of this rice. This is crazy. Now, what I want to, you know, kind of just address as well, this experiment was never published in a peer-reviewed journal. It was never replicated with any proven data. So, Again, that doesn't mean that we should just kind of throw this out the window and discount how powerful our words can truly be. You know, just you know how you would feel if someone came up to you and said, "You know what? You look ugly today. I don't like the way you look." You're going to you're going to feel that negative emotion. You're going to feel flushed in the face, a little bit of shame. And you you felt that firsthand if somebody has ever insulted you or even judged you in some form of way. Now imagine somebody comes up to you and goes, "Paul, you are just Rocking that outfit today, just looking good. Your smile is just glowing. I love the way you look today. Keep it up. You're gonna feel, oh my goodness, like, yeah, I'm feeling myself. And again, that's just a, the incredible impact that words can have on the feelings that you have, on your motivation, on your inspiration, and on your true self confidence. And again, throw it right back to the way that is programming your subconscious from others. Crazy stuff. Now, again, yes, there's scientific aspects to look at, but we also need to pay attention to how our bodies feel, right? This is such a forgotten factor of health that so many people neglect. And we can't just, we can't just roll with affirmations and say, you know, we're confident and call it a day. You don't truly believe that to be true. And that's the, another problem with affirmations. You know, we're just saying these things. You know, we're really just jumping overboard. And I, we mentioned that right, right in the beginning of the second part. You know, you, you can't say, I love my body if you hate your body. You need to look for the smallest thing that you truly believe to be true about yourself and then slowly and gradually build upon that small belief. So if you think right now, if you really say, you know what, Matt, I really don't love my body. There really is nothing great about my body. No one would ever, you know, kind of say nice things about my body. Think about a blind person for a second. Say you love your eyes because it allows you to see your friends. It allows you to explore the world. It allows you to connect with so many people on social media and the internet and brings you so much joy in life. A blind person would love to have eyes. Now, think about a handicapped person. Say you love your legs. You have the freedom to move, explore the world again, and do it on your own schedule and feel comfortable in your ability to walk. These are small things. Again, they're very small things, but they're so significant and there's so many things that you didn't see before, okay? Because you were so focused with that negative belief system that you have around your weight that you weren't able to see the small things that your body does for you every day that so many other people would kill to have. So keep that in mind next time. So to wrap up, could changing your beliefs be the single differentiator between you getting the body you want and you being endlessly stuck in life? That one you're gonna have to put to the test. 
All right, thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad you stuck around to the end and I'm so grateful that you took the opportunity and your time to spend it here with me at The Revive Effect. So if you like what you heard today, please, I ask that you share this podcast with somebody who needs to hear the information or even if you did like it, please subscribe, give us a like, give us a comment, even email us and tell us what you liked about the podcast. We appreciate you so much for tuning in and if you like what you heard today, again, Don't be afraid to visit our website, R-V-I-V-E official, reviveofficial.ca to learn more and keep up with all the latest and greatest things that we are doing today. If you are someone who is feeling insecure, they're unhappy, unhealthy, and stuck in fear, I've created the Revive Effect and my company Revive in order to transform you into somebody who is the fitter, healthier, happier you, who is more confident than they've ever been in their entire lives and who's driven and hungry for growth every day and actually wakes up energized and happy. So give a look over to our website because that's where you're gonna find all the latest and greatest information and tools and resources in order for you to attain that and make that vision of yours a reality. So I'm Matt Celestio. Thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you in a couple weeks here on the Revive Effect Podcast.